Welcome to Reframe Your Life. I'm Joanne Gibson. And I'm Sandy Reynolds. Together, we bring you our podcast for women who want to live and lead their lives thoughtfully and with intention. On our episodes, we explore diverse topics relevant to all areas of our lives. You're listening to Reframe Your Life, and we're excited to be talking about social media. We might not be great after this podcast, actually. I think Joanne and I have some differing opinions on this one, but we want to talk about social media and the role it plays in our lives. As women who are wanting to lead our very best lives, a lot of us spend a lot of time on social media. So today we want to talk a little bit about our habits, about what we get out of social media, about maybe some of the downside of social media, and some ideas around how you might want to reframe your use of social media. So are you ready to dive in here? Absolutely. All right, so talk to me about your social media habits. What platforms do you use? What ones do you really like? And how would you say your day is shaped by social media? I'm on Facebook and Instagram and occasionally on Twitter and LinkedIn. I think that's it. I don't use Snapchat. I don't even know whatever else there is out there, but that's what I do. And how is my day shaped? Well, yeah, I do. I have taken Facebook off my phone, but I have Instagram on my phone. So I do check it. I check it in the morning as I wake up and maybe I check it a couple of times a day for sure. Twitter, very occasionally, I kind of forget a little bit about Twitter and go, oh, I better, I better catch up with what's going on in the Twitter world. And same with LinkedIn. I mean, LinkedIn I use for my professional profile, so, and, you know, keeping in touch with updated research and stuff like that. All right. Do you use Pinterest at all? No. No. So what about you? What do you use? So, oh, I have such a love-hate thing with social media, so this will be an interesting podcast for me. I use Instagram. It's my favorite platform. I really love Instagram. I use LinkedIn as well. I post probably once a week my blog yeah. post on Instagram or, or on LinkedIn. And then I go back and, you know, check in what other people are posting and engage a little bit on LinkedIn. I see that as like kind of professional networking. Yeah. If I'm doing my job, Sandy, that's mm-hmm. what I'll be doing. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of fall off the handle with LinkedIn, but yes, I need to bring more of LinkedIn into my world. And then I do go on Pinterest binges, I guess. I, it surprises me because I was late on the Pinterest uh, bandwagon and I, I didn't make sense to me at all. Like I just never really got Pinterest, but now I go on Pinterest a lot. And, and that surprises me that you never, because you don't like to kind of gather collections of things together and stuff I know I remember I had a friend who was really into Pinterest and I I thought really like it just seemed like somewhere that you know if you wanted to I don't know crochet doilies you went on Pinterest (laughs) like do you know what I mean like if you wanted to learn how to bake eggs in a muffin tin you went on Pinterest not there's anything wrong with that like I just it didn't seem like the place I'd want to hang out right and then I started going on there and like if I'm going on a vacation or something I'll go on Pinterest and I'll do a little research on there so I have been using it more than I'd like to admit I think especially recently so that's kind of my my um, social media 
habit, but I read an interesting statistic this week, and I just want to read it because it was kind of, it was really surprising to me, and I don't know why, because I know my own life and what I'm like, but it was a statistic from Media Kicks, and they said that the average person will spend more than five years of their lives on social media, and that broke down to the average person spends 40 minutes a day on YouTube. Do you spend much time on YouTube? No. I don't either, I don't but I think a lot of millennials do. Yeah. Like it's almost like a, And Reddit. Like yeah. Which is that oh, other yeah. I platform. Reddit and Quora and Tumblr right. and all of those. Medium. Yeah, I don't go on there. I have accounts on everything. Oh! <laughs> honestly, but I'm not on YouTube very often unless someone sends me a link. Right. You know? Um, and Facebook, 35 minutes a day on average. Snapchat... 25 I think snapchat's getting killed by Instagram right now so that's probably uh, going down but Instagram 15 minutes a day for people and Twitter one minute so you're kind of in line yeah. there with your yeah. Twitter use I'm probably in line with the Facebook use too yeah probably yeah. half an hour a day yeah sure. so when you project that out over a person's lifetime that's around five years and four months so kind of crazy although apparently television viewing for the average person is at seven years and eight months so you know honestly when you think about it that's you know between the two of those that's what if I could do math it would be like almost 12 13 years of our lives is spent looking at screens don't yeah. you think that's crazy yeah it, it sure is like it's kind of you know we've talked about Netflix and and mm, um, yes. binging and stuff so it's starting to really get to me when I hear that like I feel like I'm just sort of wasting my life online and I also kind of get a little put off at times with social media so I want to talk about it and I want to talk about to start with what are some of the positives of social media so why do you go on social media like just you can mention a platform and tell me why you go on it well I love Facebook and I think Facebook and Instagram are fairly similar I know I connect my Instagram and Facebook accounts, and so do a lot of my friends. So what I see on Instagram is I'm seeing on Facebook too. I think Facebook has more options than Instagram. I've lived in three countries and lots of different towns around the world, and I really like to connect. And yeah, they're not deep and meaningful connections, but it enables me to see what's going on in in friends' lives, Mm -hmm. basically, and say a hello every now and then. There's also learning, Sandy. I'm going into a juicing week next week. So I put on Facebook, has anyone had an experience of juicing for three days or five days? Can they share their experience with me or any recipe? You know, so that is a huge avenue for me for Mm -hmm. Facebook. I think there are a lot of positives. Community is another positive. Mm -hmm. I don't want to take over all the positive platform and you just talk about all the negatives. So so what's a positive for you to be on? I mean, you love Instagram. Why? What are you getting from it? Why do you love it? So some of the things that I love about Instagram is that I love seeing beautiful photos. So I follow a lot of people who post really gorgeous photos and I like that. Like I find that kind of enjoyable. It's like going it's like looking through architectural digest or right. you know, a nice magazine like Indwell or something and um mm. See, to me, that sounds like a waste of time. So, there you go. But for me, I'm, I love... Okay, so I also follow on Instagram a number of 
um, people who do ethical fashion yeah. blogging and yeah. sourcing. So it's a learning so, and a, yeah. yeah, so I I love reading what they're discovering about the garment industry, and I get a lot of information from it, and I learn new places that I can buy clothes. <laughs> <laughs> So this is very negative. But businesses that I want to support. My daughter used to be on Instagram, so I'd see a lot of grandchildren yes. pictures and I enjoyed that as well. And yeah, there's a few people on Instagram that I like keeping in touch with. See, I probably follow like two hands worth of people. Right. Because I don't want my feed to be filled up of all this stuff. Right. right? So I'm kind of focused on yeah and if people post too much we were following someone who we won't name yes and i'm oh my god actually a few people a few entrepreneurs we were following creative yes. very creative entrepreneurs and it was every hour of the day and enough already so so i guess it comes down to yeah we want we have different wants and needs from that you know i really do like it's summer now seeing what my friends are doing with their kids for summer and seeing if they're in town or not Sometimes it's it's a bit of an escape, you know, just the really funny videos. Right. Like, that's kind of hilarious. Community. I am involved in a few communities on Facebook. So you kind of have, have a bit of... It's like a bit of a support group. Yeah. And you know something else that I, I... I think it's both a positive and a negative of social media, Sandy, is I know that our emergency services have really valued and appreciated social media when they need to get messages out to people quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. The negative is sometimes people are getting messages out that are incorrect quickly. Right. Um, but when they've had to say, no, don't come to this area, or no, we don't need any more donations, or yes, we do need your donations. And I have found in times of crisis, it's really rallied people mm. through Facebook yes. as a medium. So I think they are some of the positives. And then I think as an entrepreneur, it gives you a platform. So like... In my personal life, I wanted to know if anyone had done juicing and want to collect information. I think as an entrepreneur, it gives us a platform to provide value to people for free. Right. Basically, you can post, uh, yeah, on LinkedIn, we can post blogs and on Facebook, we can post articles or we can ask some questions and get them thinking. And of course, we, I mean, we use it for our podcast. So it is an avenue, I think, for sharing information in, in business or hobbies related. Yeah, and I agree. Like I was thinking about when you were talking about keeping in touch and I remember when my son was doing road trips and he was traveling quite a bit, I would just check his Twitter account or his Facebook account and see, oh yeah, he posted in the last 24 hours. Like everything's probably fine. Like I don't need to worry and he didn't need to get in touch with me all the time. So it was good in that way as well. And um, I'm just trying to think of some other positives about social media for me. I definitely the learning. I'm glad you yeah. brought that up because I, I don't I, I don't often think about that, but I'm the same. Like I will put something out, and I did a little poll on Twitter. You know, on Twitter it's very easily you just put put a question, and then people will answer yes or no. And I did a poll on how people prefer to learn, and I had like six options, like webinar, books, and and a bunch of people checked what they liked and I got some really good information on yeah. that from my community on Twitter. So 
So it's good. Yeah, this is actually good because I've been feeling really like... Maybe we should have ended with the positive I hate social media lately. <laughs> Let's go back to the some of the positives after. Because <laughs> I think um, when I teach uh, actually young entrepreneurs... Let's just digress into the entrepreneurial use of social media for a moment. And people often ask me, where should I be? What platform should I be on? And I say, it depends where your audience is, right? right. So that, I mean, that makes common sense. It depends where, the, where your audience is. If you want seniors as an audience, don't go on Snapchat, right? <laughs> so, right. And if you want younger millennials or kids under 20, don't go on Facebook. No, don't They're go on Facebook. There, right? it's, the, it's the grandmas and the people yeah, out there. Exactly. So, but the analytics on some of these social media platforms are quite phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And, and so like you, through Facebook, I wanted to do a bit of an advertisement for my business. And I was able to pinpoint the profile types of people who I wanted to see in their feed. You know, and that's why people see certain things in their feed, because they are being targeted, right? So mm-hmm. again, could be positive, could be negative. From a business perspective, I think use of it at an effective and efficient way is helpful so that makes sense to me and i can appreciate that as well let's go to the negatives now we can come back to the positives (laughs) we can drift back here and try to pull it back but what are some of the negatives that you know of or have experience with social media and don't say nothing (laughs) (laughs) don't tell me there haven't been any one of them we have spoken about and, and questioned, right? For, for you, it's, it's not a time waster when you're looking at pictures. For me, it's like a time waster. So it can be used as a method of procrastination and time wasting. Right. You know, and, and distraction. It's distraction for yeah. sure. That's how I feel about sports. So I get, right. you know, I feel like I'm okay on Pinterest because I'm not watching basketball right. or yeah. baseball or whatever other things are out there. Yeah. So, yeah. yes. So I think that's a huge negative. I think like anything, the habitual nature of wanting to... Fear of missing out of information. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's my negative for me personally. You yeah. know, I mean, I, the, the, the answer to that question is I actually don't know if I missed out because I missed out, <laughs> right? Really, like I don't know if I missed out because yeah. I missed out. Um, but did it affect my life in any significant way? No. Um, so, so yeah, I think it's a bit of a fear of, of missing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, that's a big one. I think kind of going with that fear of missing out is a negative for me is sort of this perception that you can get from social media that everybody else has their shit together. Like people are always on a cruise or eating at some Michelin star restaurant or they're, they're homes are just gorgeous and it kind of presents people present this curated image of their lives that's not really it's very one-dimensional and I can find that really a negative because just fake it feels well it's real I guess if that they're doing it but it's very fake because it's only part of the picture yeah and so you're not really getting so okay I want to challenge you on this so would you expect people to post the negative shit going on in their life? Um, not all of it, but, you know, and sometimes people, you know, somebody will post something. It'll come up saying, you know, exhausted, up all night with a sick kid or something. And then, you know, a lot of people will kind of say, yeah, that'll pass or hang in there, anything I can do. So 
Um, I kind of find it refreshing when people are truthful. It doesn't feel very truthful to me, and I think it can create in people this um, feeling of, oh, my life's not that great. You know, I'm not um, at this boutique hotel in L.A. sitting on their rooftop patio drinking some yeah. amazing cocktail and I'm just like here trying to get my grass cut before I go in and make dinner you know like it's sort of that feeling so yeah I think that can be a negative that we we can begin to have unrealistic expectations about what life can be or should be okay can we keep digging oh because yeah <laughs> hold on let's just, move just shut this off now <laughs> we're going down here <laughs> No, because I I totally hear what you're saying. I think that's about the person letting social media take control of their thoughts mm -hmm. rather than understanding it is what it is, you know. Right. So I used to write an annual Christmas letter. You know, we've been traveling for 15 years or whatever. When, and so every year I'd write an annual Christmas letter. Yes. And one day my friend said, so it's, it's kind of my social media, right? Yeah, here's my I annual, remember writing them as well. Here's my yeah. annual letter. We did this, we did this, and we would travel here and there. And my friend emailed me and goes, man, your life's just perfect. And I was like, well, no. But, okay, so if I had a major health crisis, I probably would have written that in there. Um, but do you want to hear when we got ripped off over 400 pounds for our tires? Do you want to hear when we had a little car accident that was a bump? You know, do you... Do you want to hear that kind of shit? So similar happened when we went to England and and people were like, well, you post all the time. And I'm like, well, I'm only going to post good stuff. I'm not going to post the shit that goes on in my life. Right. Because I've been on the receiving end of someone in Australia who will remain unnamed. And one day life was great and next day it was shit. And one day life was great and next day I'm stressed. And, I, and I'm like, oh, my God, just get your shit together. Like... <laughs> Because to me, I don't want to be around that negativity. Right. So I think that was the balance for me. Really, yeah, and we do have a common friend who everything is just rosy and glory and everything's white and... Uh, and I, but I look at it and go, wow, like I know that's so not real. Yeah. So it doesn't affect me. So I get how... I get how it can affect young people mm -hmm. because it is affecting young people, the stress of social media and comparisons. But I also think it's up to us to own how it's impacting our lives. Does that okay. make sense? Yes, it does. And I, I get your point. I still feel like if you're having a bad day and you go on social media and your feed is full of, you know, peacocks and <laughs> <laughs> mountain scenes and rainbows and unicorns... <laughs> It can make you feel pretty crappy about your life. Like yeah. It's really hard when you're having a bad day. I guess the answer is just don't go on social media. I was just going to say. Yeah. Don't look. It's like, you know, yeah. avert your eyes yeah. because you, if you look you, and you're not feeling great, you know, you may be bombarded with images that make you feel worse yeah. about your life. So. so everyone, I think if you can read social media with that lens, Yes. Of course. I don't know. Do I want to write, oh, woe is me? Am I doing the right thing? Is this job really right? I don't know. If I really want to put that on there, I have good friends yeah. to 
I have good friends who are my support. Like, I, I guess I don't use it for that. It's not yeah. my support. I don't need all that support from people on Facebook. I will reach out to the people. And you're one of them who I reach right. out to. Okay, I'm having a bad day. I need to connect. So whilst I agree, yes, it is. I just think of one of our faculty when uh, we did the Experience Cube at Res and... I was talking about um, a particular challenging relationship I was having and she just said to me why do you let them have that power over you so I just bring that into my social media world like Mm -hmm. don't let it have power over me make sure I have power over it and now I can be full of love for everyone experiencing what they're experiencing um, and just add bits of what I want to share and what I don't want to share yeah. I don't know if that makes sense to our listeners. But... No, I think that's great. Yeah. So um, I, I think you understand, though, how uh, social media can impact yeah. people and make them feel yeah. um, inadequate. I'm pretty selective, especially on Facebook, about who I let follow me. Yeah. So that might also say a lot about me. I used to have tons of people following me, and I used to kind of see that actually as a measure of popularity or something oh, how many yeah, followers no. I have and then one day I went through and I just deleted people like crazy yeah. so I have a very small list of people that actually follow me on Facebook so I mean I have my business page yeah and we have our reframe your life page but my actual personal account it's pretty limited who I who I have following me on there and uh, it actually reminds me of a story. My sister went to a high school reunion, and um, she said she ran into some woman who, you know, she wasn't particularly fond of in high school, but you're at this reunion, and this woman said to her, oh, you have to add, um, add me to Facebook. I want to follow you on Facebook. You know, we need to connect. And my sister is very, can be very blunt. She said to this woman, she said, no, I don't think so. She said, you know what's going to happen. You're going to send me some big message about your life, and I'm going to respond with a big <laughs> message about my life, and then we're never going to talk again because there's a reason we didn't keep in touch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, so let's just skip that yeah. and not follow each other on Facebook. Yeah. And I was kind of shocked yeah. that she said that, but I understand why she said it yeah. because I've had people reach out to me from my past and that's exactly it. Like you have this big long, oh, hi, how are you? Blah, 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 blah. And you know, and then it's the Christmas letter yeah. message where you all the wonderful things and you share all your great news and then you never talk. So it's kind of a weird thing. So I think that's another way people can manage that if they don't want to defriend anyone. They can just stop them coming up on their feed. You know, I think of both a positive and a negative, and I have a positive and a negative story. When we went to France a number of years ago, I posted a picture of being in um, Provence doing wine tasting, and a friend was in Provence at the same time, literally 40 minutes away. And we were like, oh my God, and we tried to connect, but we were going in different directions each day. So so a positive, but then on the same token, when I went uh, somewhere and knew I couldn't, catch up with anyone I made a mistake by posting that's where I was and then a friend unfriended me because I didn't reach out and connect with them so it's like oh shit you know like you can't win so yeah positives and negatives it's true you have to really think about what you're posting (laughs) 
that to me leads into one of the things that I wanted to talk about is how, how we manage social media, how we live with it. And, you know, that idea of you post something and somebody sees it that you don't want to see them to see it. I've been trying this little strategy with Instagram because I do post quite a bit there, probably daily, um, just fascinating posts. I'm sure everybody who's listening to us wants to just like pause this and follow me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but what but they have tra- to follow reframe, life reframers first. Yes, yes. <laughs> but what I've been trying to do, and sometimes I actually write it in my post, is ask myself, why am I posting this? Yeah. And that's a bit of a check for me, and it's been really helpful. And so sometimes I'll say, I'm posting this for anyone who lives in this area. This is a great place to visit, or anyone going here. Or, you know, and I just, I think it's helpful to step back and ask that question. Why am I posting this? Mm -hmm. Am I posting this so people will think highly of me? Am I posting this as useful information for other people? Am I posting this just to share something that I really enjoyed, which is fine as well? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, a lot of your posts are quite deep and meaningful, right? Like about books you've read or... I am deep and meaningful. (laughs) And I'm more like, hey, I'm here. Someone said to me the other day, you post a lot of cocktails. You must drink a lot of cocktails. I said, well, my husband likes making them. I can only have one or two, but he likes making them and yeah so but yeah what do we post we post about things that mean something so travel um you know going out and having fun exploring food drinks really at the end of the day it's your anybody's social media feed is more about their values yeah it's just kind of it's actually a good place to look if you were doing a values check go back through your social media feeds for the last six months and see what you were yeah. posting and writing about. Then you'll have a good insight into what's really important to you. Yes. It might be very insightful for our listeners to do that as an activity. So how else do we manage it? I think one thing is uh, don't go on it straight away in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't remember who I was listening to. And and was more around... Um, as an entrepreneur, he was also including emails in this, but he actually said, so So if you're an entrepreneur and you use social media as, as, a, as one of your business tools, the advice was don't look at it until you're actually sitting down at your desk ready to work. Mm-hmm. For me, that might be 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock, depending on what I'm doing that day or um, might not be at all if mm-hmm. I'm facilitating that day. So I think that is quite valuable. Do I practice it? I kind of go in waves of practicing that. Um, but again, it's like one piece of advice I give to people who I'm coaching who say they don't have time and then they're getting bombarded by emails. And I say, well, shut your email down and only choose three times in the day that you can mm-hmm. open it up, right? It's another yeah. strategy. It's all about how do you take control of this rather than letting it control, be reactive to what's coming down the social media or the technology path right so i think that's one strategy as well i think another one that kind of piggybacks on that is turn off all your notifications yes. and like you delete the stuff off your phone like yeah. i don't have facebook messenger either yeah. i do have instagram because i tend to post a lot mm-hmm. from photos i take on my phone and instagram actually works better on a device than it does as a web-based platform i think so I don't have any notifications, even for text messages. Like, I don't want my phone chiming all day long because it's it's like a little uh, 
hit every time that happens it's a distraction who wants me yeah Yeah. and you want to go and look at it yeah oh so you don't have a a notification sound for message no not for instagram not for anything i i my phone is beside me when i'm available and usually screen ups if i see um you know that i've got something or i check it regularly enough anyway but no i don't have any of those sounds i have them all from my phones i think understand why you want to post something i like that one too i think just be intentional about the time you're spending so if you're going to go on pinterest then yeah i'm going to go on pinterest for the next half an hour and research some whatever it is that i'm researching Okay, so how else do we manage it in our lives? Oh, I think you don't have to be everywhere. You right. Know, decide where you want yes. to be or nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know, I, my husband's not on social media at all. LinkedIn, very occasionally because he knows he needs to be doing it for work. But he's not on anything at all. Um, but he is. We see him all the time. <laughs> yes, yeah. Through me. I know. I'm his feed. I'm his so feed. Funny. But I think, yes, just like I don't want to do Snapchat. To me, I'm like, what's the point? Again, what's the point of yeah. having a picture with rabbit ears? Like, I just don't get that. Yeah. So, um, and same with Pinterest. I'm not, I've never been a scrapbooker or a, I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I find with Facebook, I've shut down my wall so people can't post on my wall. And um, most people know that I don't respond to messages on there because I don't go on there often enough. I'm probably a bit one of the, like your friend, I go on and I check and I see things and then I'm off again. But I don't interact or engage as much there. I'm on there for groups and I'm on there for business and I'm not so much on there for social stuff. Um, But... You know, LinkedIn and Instagram definitely have a place. Twitter, I'm on. And Twitter is actually where I have the most followers. And I've been on the longest of any Mm -hmm. social media platform. You know, I think I've been on there since 2006 or something. But I go in, in kind of little, I don't know, binges with Twitter. Like, I, I don't really use it that often. I have... So, and here's another strategy. I use a platform that allows me to integrate all of my yeah. social media feeds. So when I post on Instagram, it's called, I think it's Edgar I'm using. It actually then posts that on Pinterest, on Twitter, and on Facebook. So I don't have to do that. So I yeah. think that's also a good way to manage social media is use some automated services. Yeah, there's also Hootsuite. Yeah. Um, when you're scrolling uh, articles and things, you can just kind of tag them and direct them to which social media platform. Absolutely. I think that's worth it. Um and probably something we actually didn't do, but we've got Edgar and Hootsuite. We might add some more to our yeah, um, newsletter, newsletter if we uh, can think of any. But that is absolutely uh, right. Now, be careful with some of the automations. You know, you don't want to automate. Um, I think we got a little bit crazy with some of our automations early, and I did too. You know, mm-hmm. thanks for following, thanks for following, thanks for following. People see that, and, and it starts to get a bit inauthentic. Yeah, I think be conscious, and like anything, set yourself a goal set yourself an intention and really just make sure you have that mindset of um understanding that you know life isn't all red and roses and and if you're having a bad day maybe 
don't go on it. Or if you're having a bad day, go on a certain platform where you know it's going to help you and build you up mm-hmm. um, rather than Instagram with all the beautiful, gorgeous pictures that might kind of deflate you a little bit more. So mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah, some good tools. That's great. You know what? This has really helped me reframe a little bit because I've been so kind of anti-social media, but I feel like sometimes I just can't get off of it because of work commitments and because... It's where I connect with people for my business, and it's almost resentful for me sometimes, social media. And, uh, and also because I get sucked right into it. It is a bit of an addiction, especially Instagram. Like I check it way more than I want to check it. So this has helped me reframe it a little bit and take back control of it and, and um, just not get um, so hooked into some of that negativity yeah. around it. Well, so because you've got Instagram on your phone, Sandy, another thing you could do is schedule your check-ins on Instagram. Yes. Right? So it could be, you know, five minutes a day, three times a day, and you can automate a notification time to check Instagram. So you're own like so then you kind of that system and process, right? You're you're only checking it when you have allowed yourself to check it rather than picking it up and always checking it. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I do um this thing where I'll say, okay, I just checked it and I'll look at the time. I'll say it's nine o'clock. Like you don't not need to go back on there for like six hours. Like yeah. nothing's going to happen. Yeah. And then I just won't go back on it. I'm going to put a link um, to a very funny Portlandia video. I don't know if you've ever watched the show Portlandia, but I'm going to put it in our newsletter. And it's a very funny take on social media of this guy who get, he's trying to go out and he gets trapped in a loop of checking his Facebook and his Instagram, and then he checks back on Facebook, and, <laughs> and he goes into this loop, and it's really funny. And I think it's, uh, for our listeners, you'll enjoy that. And it'll be part of your 45 minutes of YouTube watching. For yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It, it does happen. So, I mean, I think we can keep going about this. I think there's going to be more research coming down the line about how technology is affecting the brain and how it's changing our behavior um and so we'll keep watching out for some of that and i think we should do another you know because as even we're talking like i went to a farm dinner on sunday night and they said please use the hashtag vibrant farms and please add add our photos add your photos onto snapchat so like when you go into places and they want you to be on social media you, you want to support them Yes. You know, they're an organic farm. I want to do as much as I can to support them. So I want my friends to see that this is where I am. And actually, I did have a couple of friends go, oh, where is this? I want to buy some, you know. So you want to do that. Mm-hmm. But on the same token, you're like, we're at dinner. I don't want to be on social media all night, you know. Yeah. So, so, um, so yeah, I think we could definitely have another episode. But we'll watch out for some more research around um, how it is affecting our behaviors and our decision making I think Sandy yeah and just noticing like you said that I was thinking I was at a wedding about a month ago and they actually said no social media no phones in the service at all and they said we want you to watch the wedding and be here for us not to be looking at the wedding through the lens of your phone and so it was different but I think that's those are some of the things that we're going to see more and more of yeah where people are starting to react and just say no this isn't the place for it yeah this is a very sacred kind of moment 
where two people are committing in this relationship for the rest of their life or whatever and you don't need to be like posting that all over yeah. Instagram right yeah. now just be yeah. here as our guest and enjoy the moment with us so so that was a ceremony yes. yeah because it's funny at, at Sunday night on Sunday night there was this other couple and they went to a wedding the night before and they said instead of doing the ching, so in Canada they do the ching 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 of the glasses and then the bride and groom have to kiss so instead of doing the ching 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 of the glasses they had a constant feed of Twitter and they said if you hashtag such and such and such and such as wedding we'll kiss wow <laughs> So that's what someone said. Oh, we're hashtagging at weddings now, are we? Yeah, there you <laughs> so go. So there you go. I think it's just a constant evolution of change. And I think, yeah, we'll, we'll watch this space. And I think we should do a, a, a follow version up too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Great. So thank you for listening to this episode. And we'd love to hear from you on our social media accounts. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to hear from you by email or whatever way you want to connect with us and especially on this topic I'd like to know and I know Joanne would be interested as well to know how you're managing social media because I think it will help all of us learn to lead better lives as we understand how social media impacts us and what we can do to take control of it hi life reframers did you enjoy our episode today If so, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. Also, check us out on all our social media avenues via reframeyourlife.ca.